The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. going on everyone Miko here with the wooden spoon and we have a very special valentine's day episode of the sit down today and i'm joined by dating and relationship coach matchmaker author speaker and fellow italian american rachel russo hello thank you for Hi. having me thank you so much for coming on this is like i'm i was so excited when we talked uh, a couple months ago and i was like you know what this would be a perfect valentine's day episode and yeah, I knew it took a little while to get me on, but timing is everything in life, right? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about yourself, kind of what you do. You, you, obviously, you do a lot, but it's all kind of in the relationship, the dating field. So how did you really get started in all of this? Well, I have been working in the love industry, as we call it, for actually almost 16 years. I was like a baby when I started. I had just graduated college. I had a psychology degree and I was looking for whatever job I can do with my BA in psychology. And I got really lucky. I stumbled across an ad actually on Craigslist for a matchmaking company. And it was in New York City. It was like a startup. And I was so excited. I never even knew that this existed. And that is what started my career. And I've had so many different experiences working for big agencies. Some people may have heard of if they follow matchmaking or reality TV mm-hmm. and eventually started my own company. Really love working with people, not just matching them up, but coaching them as well because Mm -hmm. I also, I have a master's in marriage and family therapy. I went to grad school somewhere in between there. So I I have practiced clinically with couples, but really I love to to help people determine like who they're compatible with and help them actually make the relationship work. Wow. Wow. It's so, it's so interesting. So like, we'll, we'll take it back to the first, like that first job, what were like some of like the things you had to do? So what were like your daily like tasks, I guess, as like working for the first matchmaking company? Oh, everything. It was such a great learning experience because it was just a startup with four people. And I was one of Mm -hmm. the four people and basically uh, marketing, like we had to go out on the streets of New York city and Mm -hmm. hand out flyers. And that is very humbling. Thank God. I've never had to do that again. Uh, (laughs) to attract business, be one of those people passing out postcards. Uh, Yeah, so I did that. I mean, there was a lot of recruiting online, like contacting people on social media sites to kind of get them into the database at no cost to them just to spread the word. So there was a lot of that direct outreach. We hosted events. I did a lot of interviewing with people early on to find out who they are, who their match is. I wrote profiles on them. It was a great introduction to everything to come because as an entrepreneur, I pretty much had to figure out how to do all that stuff later on for my business. It was a perfect foundation. Wow. So take us through like kind of almost start to finish when somebody joins and they're looking for like you to match make them. Okay. They said like, all right, I'm coming in. I don't like, I'll just take me for example. So I'm. I was just going to say that. (laughs) I was going to say. 
Nico, are you really single? Like we can go through this. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go through it for sure. Okay. So just a 24 year old Italian American um, entrepreneur, business owner, and I'm looking for love. So what's like the first step? Okay. So, so now since we're in the pandemic world, we would do a meeting just like this virtual mm -hmm. painless, probably about 20 minutes or so. And I would get to know you asking you a series of questions to really determine who you are, like what your core values are, and then what you're looking for in a match, what you think you're looking for, right? Everybody yeah. has this like laundry list. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I delve a little deeper to find out, okay, who would actually be good for you? And then we hopefully meet somewhere in the middle, right? And we determine gotcha. if we could work together, like, am I the matchmaker for you? If I'm not the matchmaker for you, the good thing, which actually I didn't mention, I'm also really a leader in the industry and I teach at an institute called the Matchmaking Institute. So it's actually a school for entrepreneurs wanting to be matchmakers. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's pretty cool. It's throughout so the US cool. and Europe and actually the whole world. I've had students everywhere. Like somebody was um, in South America, somebody was, uh, we have Singapore, I mean, like Australia, literally everywhere. So cool. Yeah. So if people are listening and they're looking for a matchmaker, but I wouldn't necessarily be their matchmaker because I'm in the New York City, New Jersey area. Mm -hmm. I have colleagues that I can refer them to. So either way, like anyone looking for a match, it all starts with determining, can I actually help you or find someone else to help you? Are you helpable? Are you matchable? If you're the matchmaker for matchmakers. Yes, I, I actually, <laughs> I think that's true. Very good. So now where are you located exactly? Refresh so my I'm in, I'm, Buffalo, I'm in Buffalo, New York. So I'm on the okay. yeah, Western New York. Yeah. How is the dating there? I mean, there's not matchmakers really upstate. Not that I know of. It's tough. And then I'm also, it's so spread out too. So there's like so many different parts of Buffalo. So I'm in actually Niagara County. So it's like the Niagara Falls area. Okay. And then there's Buffalo. There's like, then there's different like suburbs like Amherst, Williamsville. And then you could go to South Buffalo and it's like so spread out over the course of like 20, 30 miles. So knowing that, I would ask you two questions. One, are you open to Canada? Because especially if you're looking for an Italian-American girl, which I'm assuming- I know. Right across, I, could I could throw a rock from my house right now and hit Canada. <laughs> because I know a lot of matchmakers in Canada. Mm -hmm. That would be an option. So, know, so it's funny too, because even on the dating sites, like <laughs> you just like hit like the location radius and then like half of it's all Canadian. But the problem is right now in COVID world, the borders are hundred percent closed. I know. And we don't know when they're reopening. So that would probably mean a lot of video dating for you. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, so what I do, I determine your location, right? And then your age range. I mean, what would you say? You want someone around your age? Or around, you around my age, for sure. Okay. Got it. Okay. So would you say your goal is to have casual dating, to have a girlfriend, to find your future wife, baby mama? Like, where are you in your <laughs> journey? <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm so, so business and career focused right now. It's uh, kind of somebody to just hang out with, like best friend, girlfriend, I guess, that okay. sort of thing. Yeah. So, so typically I work with people that are really serious you know mm -hmm. that are like i want yeah, to get, get married yeah because it's it's a very high price point because it's mm -hmm. a very personalized service the people that i work with are just like basically paying to have me to be their publicist 
like talk them up to everyone that I know to go out into the world online, offline, like recruit people for them. Um, They are working with me for six months at least. And they're texting me on the weekends. They're literally on their date in the bathroom asking me for dating advice. (laughs) So (laughs) I very much hold their hand and match them with up to usually a minimum of six and a maximum of 12 people within six Mm -hmm. months that really fit their criteria. Like I'll have events for them. I will pay other matchmakers to send me referrals. Right now I'm doing a contest on Instagram. I'll pay for ads, all kinds Mm -hmm. of things. So I would say you're a little younger than who would be my like target Mm -hmm. matchmaking client. But what I would probably do with you is get you into the databases of these other matchmakers that I know in Canada. Maybe there's, hmm, I guess it depends. How far are you willing to date in New York? Or are you open to other locations? Because maybe there's- I, I have my heart almost set on Florida. I went down there to visit family and I loved it. And that's somewhere I'd love to see myself ending up in the near future, hopefully. We'll see. It's really cold. It's really cold in New York right now. It's about nine, nine degrees outside. Honestly, I see myself being either a snowbird and going down there for the winters or living in Florida myself. So mm. um, Florida, I could definitely help you with. If you wanted to meet girls in Florida, the border is not closed and they love Italian boys. <laughs> That's good <laughs> like, to know. Um, because obviously, you know, especially if you're in South Florida, you are a rare gem because obviously there's a large Cuban, Hispanic population. So you would be unique. You'd really stand out. There we like, go. An Italian guy from New York, they would love you. So I would be able to match you with people in Florida if you wanted right. them. And I have a huge network of matchmakers in Florida. So um, so what we do, so let's pretend we're finding you a Florida yep. girl because I can do this. So I would create a profile on you, basically outlining who you are, the things we talked about in our interview, mm-hmm. and just kind of market you as someone who is a good guy. Like you want to have somebody to kind of like share your life with, have fun, have companionship, have romance, but you're not looking to get married anytime soon. You're focused on your mm-hmm. business. So yes. you want to find girls who are probably doing the same thing, whether they're in grad school or they're, they're focused on their career and are looking for a good boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely communicate that on the profile. I'd get great photos of you. We'd have to see if you pass the background check. I hope you oh. would. <laughs> I think you would. I think um, I would. Okay, because I do run background checks on everyone and make sure that they don't have criminal records or mm-hmm. domestic violence or anything like that before I accept yeah. them mm-hmm. as a client. And then from there, I would be able to actually like find girls for you and do the same thing with them. I would do interviews with them to see if they were a fit for you. So I'd come up with screening questions like, you know, who is Nico's ideal girl? And then I'd ask them all these questions, see if they're a fit. The ones that are, I would present their profiles to you. And then you could say yes or no, decide if you want to go out with them. And if you do, if, if this is real life, if it's not like <laughs> pandemic video dating, mm-hmm. what we can do is, is arrange dates for you. I could help you with travel plans. I could book reservations. I could make dinner reservations at a place that you both like, you know, just really take care of all that, schedule the date. I don't do a totally blind date, but I don't actually allow people to exchange their numbers until the day before. So the idea Uh, is that I don't really want you to be talking to the girl for weeks and texting and having like all this back and forth. And then something goes bad and somebody- Yeah, I was going to say, then you messed it up. So so I kind of like control the whole process. And then you meet the day of the date 
you have your date. And then after we talk about feedback, did you like her? Did you not like her? Mm -hmm. You did like her, but she's not sure if she likes you. I probably try to convince her to go out with you again. Mm -hmm. um, not totally twisting her arm, but just trying to highlight, you know, the good reasons why I thought you two were compatible. And basically if that's a match, great. If it's not like we just keep repeating this process until we find you the right person. Now, I never really knew that something like like your profession like existed, but that sounds like one of the greatest jobs in the whole world. That sounds like, I mean, obviously it sounds like a whole lot of work, but like for somebody like looking for love and looking for matchmaker, that's like the perfect, like it must be the perfect fit. Like you must, I mean, all your clients I'm sure must be ecstatic when they uh, hire you. Yeah, no, thank you. I mean, honestly, some people have success right away. Like there's people that I introduced that, on the very first date, they have literally gotten married to the person that I introduced them wow. to. Um, not on the first date, but <laughs> they did. <laughs> and um, just now, I, I had a guy that I was working with for a few months, and now he's actually, after two dates with somebody, he's like, I really like her. I want to put my membership on hold. Um, but I had been setting him up for wow. about three months with different women. So sometimes it takes longer. You know, it all depends on the person and how selective they are. And I think there's an element of luck, but I, I feel like I work very hard. I take people under my wing and it is great because it's like, I, I would love that. I mean, just to have someone like looking out for you, finding mm -hmm. new people, you don't have to do any of the work. You just have to like show up on the date. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Now, do you find it, it almost like, like what's like, not to like, get to first of all like what's your dating life like and like in terms because you know you I feel like you have like all of this knowledge and like all of like like you obviously you're you're very very smart and like so it's like are you like almost does this like hinder your dating like when you're dating or does it help it or like I'm kind of interested in that um I think it helps it but it also makes it a little more challenging so mm -hmm. what I like to say if you've heard the expression ignorance is bliss right mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, I can't really be ignorant <laughs> because I kind of know too much about this stuff. I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. So I notice things and I, I used to be like, you know, I mean, I think when I was younger, I, I didn't have the confidence that I have now that I could say like, oh, that's a red flag. Oh no, that guy's mm -hmm. not for me. But after so many years of doing this professionally and also like personally dating and going through long-term relationships and a bunch of first dates and second dates and you know people that weren't right for me after having that experience I can't really like turn my head like if I see something I see it right away so yep. it's not going to get past a couple dates because I do know who's right for me and, and wrong for me and so far mm -hmm. I have not married the wrong person so that's <laughs> good that's no that's offense true. to anyone who has <laughs> um, we all have our own unique journeys but I guess the point is is that it would be nice to just be like, kind of like, oh yeah, he's amazing, blah, 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 like happily ever after. But mm -hmm. I feel like I can't do that because I see all the bad stuff. I see it like right away. Like it's so clear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You almost have like a third eye to that. Yes, totally. So cool. So cool. So like, what is like COVID like done for like your career? It's like, was it like bad at first? Cause I know like being a social, like I own my own business, social media marketing. So at first this was like, everyone's like, oh, we gotta keep our costs down. And then after a while it's like, no, 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 we have to do something else to like mm -hmm. help our business now. So then I like got a lot of business a couple months after. Was it almost similar to like what went on with you? Cause I feel like a lot of people at first are like, let's just take a step back for now. And then like after a while they got used to it and like, okay, I've got to start to go yeah. out there. Um, I think for the first couple months, it feels so long ago now at I this know. point. Almost I a year. 
Yeah, like last uh, mid-March, I think in April, I wrote a letter, an email, you know, to all my clients and said, would you want to be on hold? Because obviously this isn't the time for dating. Like we're not supposed to leave our house. (laughs) We have to be socially distant. What can we do? So I put most of my clients on hold. There were a couple who wanted to do video dating. So I continued to match them and just with the understanding that they would not really be meeting anyone in person until it was Mm -hmm. safe to do so. I did not sign on any matchmaking clients for a couple months And I worked more doing coaching, you know, dating relationship coaching, like preparing people for a relationship when the time is right. So that was good that I can lean on that. And I also did couples therapy, which I still do a little bit of just a few hours. I'm sure that kind of skyrocketed. And I've done therapy with individuals as well. And I've been doing that a little bit uh, because people really are going through anxiety and depression and everything. So it was good. I was able to lean on that for income. I, I was fortunate to get uh, loans from the small business, small business association, PPP, whatever, all that for my business. So that was good. And then um, the summer actually was really good. Things picked up. So like similar to what you're saying, yeah. I signed on more clients at the end of summer and early fall. And I had a really great month, like October and early November. So mm-hmm. there's still that desire, even though we've been stuck and we can't always go out. And now it's freezing here. So who wants to really go on a date? Exactly. I'm still attracting a lot of clients. And like, I think it's going to get even better because as the weather warms up, people want to be out again, socializing. For sure. For sure. That's so cool. I know. So actually I would like to talk like, so the coaching aspect of dating. So what's that like? Is it like, cause like, I know, I mean, personally, like, I feel like the whole talking phase before like going out on the date, that's kind of like where I almost, I feel like I drop the ball sometimes. I guess we're getting really personal on this podcast for sure. (laughs) But I like to, I like, I'm not super extroverted, but when like I'm on a one-on-one scenario, I feel like I do so much better in person Mm, and like I get to talk and that's much better because I, I I hate texting. People I'm sure my phone's got tons of just unanswered texts. I just don't like texting that much. I'd rather pick up the phone or call or video chat or obviously like go out in person so what would I guess what would your advice be for me in that case okay so it sounds like you're so young but you're an old soul because you hate and Mm -hmm. I don't blame you I'm getting sick of it do you ever leave people audio notes or no sometimes yes sometimes I've been doing that more and more when I don't feel like texting so that could Mm -hmm. be a good strategy for you since you're well-spoken you're charismatic um you could leave audio notes or video but I understand like early stages so let's say, are you meeting women? And if you don't want to answer, you don't have to, but are you currently meeting women on any dating apps? Is that what you mean? Okay. I figured. So like, are you on Bumble or Tinder or Hinge? Yeah, some of those Hinge. Okay. So my first question is the, the women that you're reaching out to, do you have like kind of a high response rate where you actually like get their number and get to the talking part? Or do you feel like a lot of people like drop off? Um, I would say it's 50, 50. Cause I feel like a lot of people aren't super invested in those apps yeah. as well. So it's like the people that are, here's, I guess this is the, more of the point. I feel like the people that are on there that are seriously looking, that's who I connect with the best. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And you're right. It's probably not you because there's a lot of people that are just overwhelmed by the sheer mm-hmm. volume of singles on these apps. So mm-hmm. they might not be that serious. 
So, so you are connecting with some people, but then like, I guess the getting to the date is like a problem, like that point. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes it could be. Okay. Just, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm super busy sometimes. Sometimes it's like, I don't know if it's just because I'm taking a long time answering or am I not saying yeah. the right thing? And also it's like, Girls sometimes if you're taking, how long are you taking to answer? Some, it will, it, it'll either be like five minutes or like eight hours like <laughs> there's no concern it depends on what I'm doing too yeah that makes sense I, I mean my rule is to kind of like not let I think 24 hours is like a really long time like if you're mm -hmm. interested in someone and you don't respond like within a day I think that's kind of showing the girl that like you're not I am so I am upfront about it sometimes though I'll say like listen I run my own business it's, I get busy sometimes yeah just bear with me yeah okay i mean that's i don't know like that's definitely something that like a lot of women complain about because mm -hmm. this like i totally get it but we are all attached to our phones i mean people mm -hmm. take phones to the bathroom it's the first thing that they look at in the morning when they wake up so it's like you know she's probably like i know he saw that text yeah. <laughs> he's purposely not responding to me so there's a little of that that causes uh tension but I think it can be hard to kind of keep up the conversation. Like when you haven't yes. met someone, yes. it can get really boring. Like personally, if I was talking to a guy and he was just like making small talk, like I wouldn't really appreciate that much until I met him and liked him. So if he's like, uh, this sounds terrible, but if he's like, oh, how's your day? What are you eating for dinner? Like, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to tell you what I'm eating for dinner. even though. Okay, I this is, that's actually a good, like, so what is like some good preliminary like texting or messaging conversation? Yeah, okay. So I think it's about being unique and really asking like thought provoking questions. So you don't want to ask her the type of questions that she gets all the time. Like yeah. the same like what did you do this weekend? Well, no one's How's it really going? Great, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is something that I do coach a lot of guys on. Um, I won't give away all of my secrets, yeah, but don't I don't give away the secrets. I'll say one strategy that you guys could look up if you want. So there's an article called, um, it's a New York Times article, the 36 questions that lead to love. Mm -hmm. You should totally look it up. They are questions, they did a research study that's shown when people ask these questions to each other, they were more likely to fall in love. And they're really- Oh, so cool. Definitely look that So I kind of coach people on thinking outside the box and that is one resource I give to my coaching clients. Awesome, awesome. So I guess in terms of coaching, what would you say like, even after that part, what's the, what are some of the biggest mistakes that like guys make and then the biggest mistakes that you see girls make? Hmm. Okay. Well, I think guys definitely are guilty of like falling asleep and not texting back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hear that so much. Like I just literally heard that from someone who texted me today, just a lack of accountability that just like frustrates women. Like if you say you're going to call, if you say you're going to text, like do it. Um, that's, that's the one thing, lack of accountability. The second thing is probably being boring. And then the third thing, and this is a big one, this, this happens like a lot on the first date. I often hear that the guy talked too much about himself and he did not ask her enough questions. Mm. So I think Come on, guys really be aware of that to keep the conversation balanced. Mm -hmm. For that's sure women mistakes women make okay i have heard that some women do not say thank you 
on the date. And I think that's a big dating don't, you know, if a guy is taking you out, if he's paying for a date, like you should always have manners and be appreciative. So I've heard guys complain about that. Um, the other thing, okay. So I feel like some women just like refuse to accept that like men aren't really going to change. <laughs> this is something that th they should, but like, if he's not into her, like if he's not really pursuing her, I think she has to accept that and realize like men do pursue when they're really into someone. Yeah. Even if they say that they're not really like wanting a relationship, if you're their dream girl, they're going to chase after you. I mean, not to, not if you ignore them every single time, like then hopefully they're going to walk away because they have self-respect yeah. and self-esteem, <laughs> but men will chase. So I think that women, women contact me like, oh, what can I do to make him like me sort of thing? Like, how can I attract his attention? How can I get him interested again? If he's not interested, he's not interested. That's, mm -hmm. you're not his girl. That's, that's kind of what I say. I mean, you shouldn't have to change yourself. So like with the women, I kind of work on helping them to value themselves and realize that, yes, there's a lid for every pot and that might not be your pot. So, yeah, you know, yeah. who do you want to attract? Like you have to put that out there and have more self-confidence that if a guy is not into you, he's not chasing you. You don't want that guy. That's not your guy. Mm -hmm. For sure. That's a good, those are good points. I feel like we're tackling a lot of stuff. So I had yeah. a couple, a couple fan questions, a couple uh, listener questions. Great. So a big one was, how do you know when you found the one? Mm, okay. I feel like that's really, really generic and broad. I'm sure you get that a lot and there's almost no like it correct answer or wrong answer. You know how people say you just know, <laughs> um, there might be some truth to that, but I don't want to mislead people because a lot of people don't just know because it's like when you feel like you just know, sometimes that's chemistry talking and chemistry mm -hmm. can lead you astray. You could think this is the person, but they're really not compatible with you for the long term. but you're so attracted to them that you think they're the one you're like, you're in lust a lot of times. Okay. So I do think that relationships can build, like you cannot really feel it in the beginning. And then like after a couple dates, you do feel it. So it's not that I think it's more that this might sound cliche, but the person makes you better. Like you're happy. You're mm -hmm. at ease in that mm -hmm. relationship. You feel like inspired, you know, they support you. They support your career, your life. They're genuinely interested. It doesn't feel like you have to go around to all your friends and like get advice all the time because you kind of just know that you're in the right relationship. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. That was a good answer. <laughs> and then another question we had is being Italian Americans, all of our families are pretty crazy. This is just a general sense. So how do you deal with maybe your girlfriend or somebody that you like a lot, their family maybe is kind of nuts or dealing with like that sort of thing, or maybe families that don't necessarily like that are strict or something along those lines. Maybe I'm not asking the question right, but I think you kind of yeah. get what I'm going I do understand and I have a crazy Italian American family as well. So what I will say is that you need to have boundaries and this is very important. So one thing to remember is that if you really like or love someone that you're dating, you're going to forgive them. You are going to be willing to look past their flaws 
if you go and tell your business and everything they did wrong to your entire family, like never your, mom, your aunt, your grandma, they're not going to like him no. <laughs> or her, your dad, mm-hmm. whoever, they're going to hold it against him. So you have to have boundaries. Like if you think that this is really the person for you, you have to protect your relationship from the influence of your family. So I would say to keep something private and also partner to spend like way too much time with your family if they're not into it. Like obviously a lot of Italians, we want people that are family oriented, Mm -hmm. but be sensitive to the time, you know, like if you're going to a Sunday dinner or something like that, great. But if you don't have to stay there for like seven or eight hours, like cool, you know, just stay there for a couple hours and then do something alone with your partner. So I guess what I'm saying is boundaries and balance, all your time that you're spending with your partner should not also be with your crazy families. You need to spend time Mm -hmm. alone as a couple. Awesome. That's very, very, very good advice. And I feel like that's almost not like just for dating. That's almost for a lot of things. Cause sometimes I've told my family stuff about my business and then they fly off the deep end, like just about other things, whether it's friendship or like work or something like that. That's so, so true. yeah, you have to realize like they might have different views about what's best for you. Maybe mm. sometimes they're right. Maybe sometimes they're wrong, but like, if you don't want their influence, like keep some things <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> I know it's hard to do sometimes, but yeah, for sure. And then the last the last question I have is because we have a very young audience too, especially on TikTok and everything. So what would you give like for like preliminary dating advice for maybe somebody in their late teens, like maybe in high school or just starting in college, like dating or relationship advice? Okay. Um, hmm. I'm thinking about social media and what's relevant today. So I know that like people get really upset about this, especially women. If guys are liking like the Instagram photos of some like very hot girl (laughs) that, and it's not their girlfriend, right? I've heard, I've had younger women and young girls like complain about this. Um, I think like nine times out of 10, just because he's liking a photo of someone else, it doesn't mean that he's cheating or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But if you find it disrespectful, if it makes you feel like insecure, then I think that you should talk to him about it. You know, you don't have to like do anything harsh and break up with the guy or anything like that, but talk to him about it and tell him that it bothers you. And, you know, maybe he could stop like following all these accounts. <laughs> and like, you know. <laughs> so um, yeah, social media. Also, this is for guys and girls. I think if you're dating someone and um, you don't feel that they're like proud of you, Like they wouldn't want to put you on their social media. They're hiding you. They don't want to tag you in a post. They don't want to be in a picture with you. I think that's a bad sign. I do. Um, So I think you should be with somebody, be with somebody that makes you feel wanted. And if you feel like you're crying and you're sad all the time, or you're upset or you're confused, it's probably not the right dating. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, Rachel, I can't thank you enough for hopping on the podcast. I think we should definitely do a part two to this because I feel like we could talk for probably hours about this. So definitely maybe, I don't know when yeah, Swedish Day is. is. That's another that's another day, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. I'm not sure either, but thank you for having me. This was so fun. Yeah, where could um everybody follow you? I know you've written a few books. So where could yeah. everybody just find all the information about you or hire yeah. you potentially? 
Absolutely. And and one of them is Italian American themed. So we want to okay. mention that, right? It's about how to yeah. get over your ex Italian American style. Oh, geez. So, um, yeah. So this is a book. I would say that it's probably for like 20s and up um, mm-hmm. in terms of like reading material. Uh, for younger people, I will say this too. I didn't know how young your audience was, but I used to write a column called The Teen Mentor. So if you if you Google my name, Rachel Rousseau, and you Google the teen mentor, people have written in and asked dating and relationship questions. Oh, and so that would probably be like really relevant. So they could find that. It's also on my website. So the best way to find me, my website is rachelrousseau.com, R-I-C-H-E-L-R-U-S-S-O.com. And my Instagram handle is on there. And also like Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, but for Instagram, it's just rachel.russo. So they can find awesome. me. Yes. And if you're a guy or a girl looking for love in the New York City area, definitely hit up Rachel. It sounds like Please do. It sounds like you're, get, you're the best and there's no reason to look otherwise. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. <laughs> no problem. And I hope everybody, everybody listening has a great Valentine's Day. I hope you have a lot of fun and you're safe out there staying warm. And we will catch you guys in the next. Oh, last thing. Um, for everybody watching on YouTube, we have customized wooden spoons that say Tiboyo Bene and Tiamo on them. So if you want those, maybe for a late Valentine's Day gift, go to the woodenspoonstore.com. <laughs> All right, catch you guys in the next episode. Ciao.